Hello and welcome to another podcast episode for Redeemer Church in Columbus, Mississippi. Our desire with these episodes is to provide quality content based on the material we're working through in our weekly core group meetings. We're striving to build a multi-demographic community of believers with the purpose of glorifying God through proclaiming the gospel, making disciples, and resting in Christ. We hope you enjoy today's podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Redeemer Church Columbus podcast. This is James White, the pastor and planter of Redeemer Church here in Columbus. We are still in this phases of getting together our core group to prepare for launch towards the end of 2021, hopefully, God willing, around September. And so, um, as every other episode, I want to begin by just expressing what our mission is, and that is that Redeemer Church strives to be a multi-demographic community of believers with the purpose of glorifying God by proclaiming the gospel, making disciples, and resting in Christ. And so on this week, we're going to be looking at the second of our vision statement, which is on the idea of being theologically robust. Now, if you're listening to this and you're a part of the core group or you would realize that this is later than usual, but I'm sorry, and uh, hopefully we'll do better this next week. But the statement itself says this, Redeemer Church desires to be a theologically sound and robust. The term theology often scares individuals, but this should not be the case, because it merely means the study of God. We desire to understand him better so that we are led to ultimately know, worship, and serve him. With this being the case, being theologically sound and robust is something that we want to be evident in our preaching and teaching, as well as the songs we select for our worship service. Now, this document can be found on our website, or I can send to you personally if you do not have a copy. But essentially, it's just saying that we at Redeemer desire to be um, a church that is not only sound in our theology, but also robust, meaning that we don't shy away from hard topics, difficult topics, or even topics that should not, but often do cause um, some issues within the church itself. And so with that being the case, what we're going to see, though, is that in several places, uh, specifically Second Peter chapter 1, 16 through 21, uh, going into verses 1 and 3 of Second Peter chapter 2, Titus chapter 2, 1 through 5, Colossians 3, 16 and 17, and various other places really provide a set of proof texts for the importance of being sound in our theology as well as um, really pro- protecting the flock against false theology. And so... The important thing to realize in all of this, though, is what we have is primary, secondary, and tertiary issues. Primary issues are those that are of utmost importance. Um, those are ones that when someone do not does not hold to them, or if they do hold to certain things, they would not be orthodox, meaning that we could not consider them a believer in the the Christ in which we worship, though they may claim. To follow Jesus, they may not have a clear understanding of who he is, 
Therefore, they cannot worship the same God we worship. Um, and so people like that, we would just essentially say, you're not a part of the faith. We can't worship with you. If our neighbor's house was burning down, we would most certainly help you put that fire out. Or we would do mercy ministry alongside you in hopes of just kind of taking care of our community. But as far as proclaiming and preaching and teaching the gospel or some kind of ministry or mission work outside of taking care of an immediate need, we couldn't partner with those people. The secondary issues or things that uh, we're not saying this individual or this church is a false church or false individual, but there's some differences that are large enough that separate us from doing joint missions and joint worship services together. Um, maybe not as necessarily on the mission side as um, the worship side. Uh, an example of this would be, um, you know, me as an individual that believes in believer's baptism, not baptizing infants. I personally could not join a church of a Presbyterian nature because I wouldn't want to cause division or strife in that body of believers. So that would be a secondary thing. We're, we're saying you're a believer. You're a follower of Christ. We most certainly can do certain things with you, but we're limited as far as church membership. Now, the third thing, and I think is this is the thing that we tend to either ignore or we overcorrect and we make them the primary things. Uh, those are tertiary. The issue with tertiary things is too often we in churches, we as individuals make things that matter per, matter in view of ourselves as things that matter and separate as far as being church members and worshiping alongside one another. Some examples of this is if someone leans towards um, the sovereignty of God and salvation over the choice of man, or maybe even vice versa, that they focus more on the choice of man rather than the sovereignty of God, or maybe their um, eschatology, meaning their view of the end times. Maybe they believe Christ will come back for his people before the tribulation or after or mid. There's a lot of things that fall into this category that we too often make a primary issue that should not be the case. Now, I say all of that to say that we at Redeemer, our goal will be to teach doctrine that is true and biblical. Now, there will be things that we're going to teach on a perspective of the elders that are tertiary things. Those tertiary things, though they may be presented on a regular basis or from that framework, those are not things that we have to allow to separate us as a congregation but rather bring us together in understanding that God is sovereign and God is in control and we can differ, but we still have the same mission and goal in mind, and that is to proclaim the gospel, make disciples while resting in Christ. Now, with that being said, one thing that me as a pastor would do regularly is suggest books to read or podcasts to listen to or sermons to hear to our people because um, just the honest truth is that I'm not all knowing and there's a lot of things that I personally can improve in and there's a lot of ways that our people can grow from that I may not be able to provide to them. So if someone has a question on the Trinity and understanding the Trinity better, 
I'm not going to stray away from discussing that with the individual, but I would provide a book reference to them that them read through it that would actually help them more than any one-off conversation that I could have with them. Or, you know, we, he and I, or uh, that family and my family could walk through this book together and really understand it better together. Um, the point being here is that through what we preach, teach, and sing, we want to make scripture be made known and held rightly. And so what we're going to teach are not things that um, are controversial, but things that we have are convicted or true. And in doing so, we're not going to stray away from hard topics or topics that uh, can be divisive, but rather we're going to cover them with much grace and mercy and understanding that we may land different places, but that is okay. Um, the same note, though, we will handle things that are heretical uh, and needed to be exposed that are affecting our general area and the people of our church. It's not my job to be discernment for people that don't affect my people, meaning there's no need in me uh, calling out a pastor in a different state that's not directly affecting my people. But if there's a false theology that tends to be coming through the church some, I would do my best to uh, kind of counteract that and teach what's biblical and true in that. Um, and so for those that are members or looking at being a part of the core group, I think what you could take away from this is really just an encouragement that the hard topics and the difficult topics and those of uncertainty sometimes won't be avoided, but rather be uh, approached head first. And one way that we will do this regularly is by preaching and teaching through books of the Bible. When we're preaching and teaching verse by verse through scripture, when hard topics approach and come up, there's no option but to teach and preach it. And so we at Redeemer will strive to be theologically sound and robust in our teaching, preaching, and singing. Now, singing is the aspect I think that we often fail as church members, as people listening to the radio going down the road or in worship services. And singing is an easy way for us to allow false doctrine to come into our thoughts, our mind, and even in our churches. And so we're going to put as much effort into the songs we select than we do in the sermons that we're preaching or the Bible studies we're teaching. And so my encouragement to you would be come ready to hear and understand if there's any questions you may have as we move forward as a church when it comes to this or even other doctrines that maybe you're just still kind of on the fence about or confused about. Reach out to me personally and I would be more than happy to walk through it with you. Now, this has been another episode of the Redeemer Church podcast. I hope to have someone else with me next week. If not, that'll be okay. And we pray that this is beneficial for you. Thank you for listening to another podcast episode for Redeemer Church in Columbus, Mississippi. We hope this material has been beneficial. 